friends, welcome to the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. Even in a broken, messy world, we can see how God is truth, He is beautiful, and He is good. Thanks for joining us today. My name is Rachel Larson, and happy Holy Week. This is such a great time to reflect on all that God has done for us, and a good time to remember who He is. If you are stuck in darkness, if you are feeling hopeless, if you are lost, if you are drowning, if you are in pain. I'm not here to tell you that you can do it and overcome anything because to be honest, we are humans and we are just not that powerful. This world is full of real evil and darkness. But I am here to tell you the truth and give you hope, which is these three things today. One, Jesus died for your sin. He knows your pain, your suffering, your darkness, because he walked through the same thing. Not because he deserved it, but because you deserve it, and he wanted to take your place instead. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And Luke 23.34, when Jesus was on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Number two, Jesus overcame death. Jesus did not stay dead. He rose on the third day. He really died and he really resurrected. Paul says in his letter to the Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 15 verses 3 through 6, For what I received I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, and then to the twelve, and after that he appeared to more than five hundred of the brothers and sisters. So we have eyewitnesses that know that he died and he rose to life for real, which means if someone dies and comes to life again, one, we're going to listen to what he has to say, and two, we know that he has power. There were scriptures in the Old Testament that prophesied his death and resurrection long ago, and God always does what he says he's going to do. So Jesus really fulfilled those scriptures, and he has the power to do that. He wasn't relying on someone else. He rose from the dead. He rose other people from the dead, like Lazarus, but he himself rose from the dead because he has power. And three, Jesus is offering life for you. He is inviting you to be part of his family, to be forgiven, to be loved, and to be transformed by him. What he did, he can do for you. He can bring you from darkness to light, from being stuck to guiding your feet, from hopelessness to having hope, from being lost to being found and belonging, from drowning to breathing, from pain to knowing that you are not alone. If Jesus can overcome death, He can overcome anything. And if you have Jesus, he can help you overcome. There's a scripture verse that gets thrown around a lot of times out of context. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, which is true. He gives us strength and we can do all things through him. However, this passage is talking about enduring hardship and having contentment even when life is hard. So God gives us strength to do all things, not for our own glory, not to win achievements and live the life that we want to live, but to endure the hardships of this world for his glory, because he is worthy. In John 16, 33, he says, I have told you these things so that in me 
you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Do you want this peace? Do you want to know how to become a follower of Jesus if you aren't already? In Romans 10, verses 9 through 13, Paul says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So he wants us to believe in our heart and to say with our mouth, to have faith in him and to speak that we trust in him, that he is our Lord. He is Lord over all people, not just the people of Israel, not just the Jews. For all people, he has come to save us. And that doesn't mean that you have all the answers. And that doesn't mean that he fixes everything that you want him to fix. But it means that you have faith and that you trust him as your Lord to forgive you and to love you and to be there with you through all of life and to have eternal life with him in heaven. So pray to him, which is just talking to him. Say his name. Thank him for what he's done for you. Ask for his forgiveness. Ask him to cleanse you and to give you a new heart and a new spirit. And when you're done praying, say in Jesus' name, amen. This is the best decision you can make in your life, giving your life to Jesus. It doesn't make life easy. It doesn't remove the hardships and the situations that you're in but he will be with you always. When you give your life to Jesus, he gives you the Holy Spirit. He comes and lives in you and he changes you. He loves you so much right now, just as you are. And he loves you so much that he's not going to let you stay that way. He makes us into a new creation. The problems of this world might not change, but having him shifts our perspective to focus on him. This world is broken and filled with spiritual darkness. You can see it and feel it around you. And a scheme that the enemy is using is a focus of self. You can see it in people who are believers. You can see it in people who aren't believers. It comes in all different forms, even forms of selfishness that seem humble, but really are consumed with your own self, thinking about yourself and what you want all the time instead of focusing on loving God and loving others. Because Jesus tells us that those are the two most important commandments, to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, all our soul, all our mind, and all our strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. So he doesn't say to hate yourself by any means. You are made in the image of him who is the most majestic and beautiful. But when you focus on yourself, you miss out on the bigger picture. You are not made to be an island. We are made to be in community, the body of Christ, his bride, his children, his friend, So how do we combat this selfish mindset that is all around us in this world? We focus our eyes on him. A helpful way to do that is to think of his attributes or names of God. My dad always had my family do the ABCs of God's attributes. And it was usually on like a holiday or a birthday or we were on the way to church and there was some kind of disagreement and all of us are frustrated or at least a couple of us. And he's like, let's do God's attributes. And of course, 
when you're frustrated, you don't really want to do that. But we would start doing it and you would notice a difference in your attitude and your heart as we continued in the alphabet. I'm a quite stubborn human being, so I usually wouldn't participate until like letter N or O. But by the end, there really was a difference in heart because we were focusing on who God is instead of our own selves or why we thought we were right in this disagreement that we had. So, for example, we'll go through this together, and you can think of names as well as we go. A, Abba. B, Beautiful. C, Creator, Compassionate. D, Divine. E, Everlasting. F, Father, Friend. G, Glorious, Generous, Gracious. H, Holy, 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 I, indescribable, Emmanuel, J, just, K, king of kings, L, lord of lords, M, mighty, majestic, N, near, O, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, P, powerful, Q, Quiet voice, R, righteous, rock, refuge, S, savior, T, truth, U, understanding, V, victorious, W, wise, X, extremely wise, powerful, loving, Y, Yahweh, Z, zealous. Obviously, there are many more attributes and names of God in the Bible that he reveals to us, and it's wonderful to remember who he is. You can go through the alphabet in your car, on a run, doing laps in the pool, with a friend, in your journal. It's just one way to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. If you have given your life to Jesus, please tell someone. You can message me or tell a Christian friend or a pastor. Part of being a Christian is not living life isolated, but having community with the body of Christ. Find a good Bible-teaching church, get connected with small groups, find a way to serve, spend time with people who point you to Jesus and encourage you and challenge you to grow. Welcome to God's family. He loves you so much. Happy Easter. He is risen. Thanks for listening to the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. If you want to stay connected throughout the week, check us out on Instagram or join our Facebook group. Thanks for listening and for your feedback. You are a gift. Have a great week. May the Lord bless you and keep you.